Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode five of the fall 2021 semester. Today, I got to talk with Miss Elise Gary and Miss Elisa East, the representatives of the Military and Veterans Program located in the Joan Arts Veterans Center at San Diego State University, better known as MVP. The MVP supports all military-affiliated students, including veterans and, yes, UROTC cadets. So today, we talked about all the programs and services that they offer and are available to you as ROTC cadets and ways that the MVP and ROTC can collaborate together to better help the veterans who are students on campus and the ROTC cadets who are students on campus. So without further ado, let's get rolling into episode five. Please prepare for takeoff. Live with Debt 075. And we are live with our wonderful representatives from the Military and Veterans Program, located in the Joan Arts Veterans Center, Miss Elise Gary and Elisa East. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So a lot of our uh, ROTC cadets don't actually know what this, it's called, a, it stands as like the MVP's acronym, right? Military? Yes. Yeah, so it's the Military and Veterans Program, also known as MVP. And that is our acronym for short, because, you know, the military loves its acronyms. <laughs> cool. And then um, what is your title specifically? So my title is the Military and Veterans Program Administrator. And essentially what that means is my primary focus is to oversee the programming in the Veterans Center. And that would include uh, programming that it needs to be reinvigorated. So we have it. We have the framework. We have the foundation like the Oral History, Military Ally, Women Veterans Success Program, and also to framework new initiatives. So there's a few things that I have in the works that need to be approved so that we can put it out in the spring of 2021, 2022. I'm sorry, that is our target time frame to, what is that word called? Uh, <laughs> to reach or like you're trying to... Uh, to roll out, right. you know, roll out uh, new uh, initiatives. Awesome. Wow, that's a lot. You got a lot going on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And uh, Elise, what is it that, that you do here at this program? Um, so here at the program, I my job is to support Elisa in every way, shape, and form. Um, also to um, be a student and recognize what do students need? What do we want? What do we want to see? What do we want to do um, besides free food? So that's <laughs> yeah, I got some pretzels here too <laughs> for that. So, so that's my job, and I've been working with Elisa for about two years. So, um, just we have like a great relationship going on, and um, just focusing on like what can we do, and like staying on top of meetings and stuff. So, you're a student as well. Yes, I am. Oh. I am a graduate student. Nice, so. definitely. So, you got a workload. You're you're doing that, <laughs> and you're doing that. Do you have a, a military background? At I all, do. Or? I do. My dad, and pretty much every male in the military, has been in the military. In my family. My dad was in the Navy for. 27 years. Okay. Uh, he's done, I think, maybe about four or five tours. He did a lot more when I was younger. Um, and then he had, like, his longest one um, for, like, 18 months. And that's when I remember the most. So, yes. Awesome. What got you as a, a student wanting to work at a place like this that does all this work? Um, the military is really my community. And I know for some people it's like, well, you're technically not in it, so it's not your community. Mm -hmm. But it's what I've known my entire life. Like, my dad has been in the Navy 
before I was before I was born. So it's it's definitely what I was raised in. Um, you know, seeing my dad like here and then like in Korea and then back and then back to Korea. Wow. So like, you know, that's stuff that I grew up with and I'm very familiar with. And um, my dad got injured and he had to go to the VA. And so I've always been interested in, in medicine and like watching the process of like veterans receiving care at the VA. It's not necessarily awful. Mm. I'm not saying that at all. Um, but I am saying that there are there is like a small lack because a lot of people don't want to go into the VA. Got you. Um, and so for me personally, I want to help the community that's helped me so much and it's helping putting me through school. Um, so I want to give back the best way that I can. Are, are those resources the center does here, they, they provide uh, like kind of VA allocations? I don't know if, Elisa, you know more about that. or. So we have a, a veteran success officer. His name is... His name is Ryan Morris, and he is located here in our office as well. So he predominantly focuses on all educational benefits and how to get students connected and uh, guide them through the process of getting those benefits started. He is an employee of the VA, so he is not our you know CSU okay. employee, but he is here to support all the um, educational and resources that come from the VA here on our campus. So we're really lucky to have them actually. Nice. What So what are like the main programs of the MVP? You have the VA resources and he does that. And you, you kind of talked about like programming in general, but what is like, you know, some someone comes out fresh out of the military and they enroll at San Diego State University and they find out about this center and all, all the programs that it would have. What, what would be like a stereotypical case you would deal with with someone or some resource they would need? So in a nutshell, this program has uh, multi-layers, right? It's, it functions in, uh, in multiple ways. So we support academics. We support with financial aid, with um, student success, and student services. So um, we fall under the division of student uh, affairs and campus diversity. And so with that in itself, that's the engagement piece that we provide. And that's what my job is you know, its purpose is, is to provide engagements. But predominantly, historically, in the past, we have been very education benefits heavy. Okay. So, you know, CalVet, Chapter 33, which is um, the GI Bill. Mm -hmm. Chapter 31, which is Vocational Readiness and Employment, also formerly known as Voc Rehab. And we have a multitude of others, like the Montgomery GI Bill. We've processed that. So it's been benefits heavy in the past and we were lacking that engagement piece so now we have those programs that i mentioned earlier this spring we're really heavily focused on the uh, women veteran success program yeah and that in That's itself awesome. is going to be focusing around women-centric issues for both women veterans and military connected women and anybody on campus is really going to be open to anybody on campus that may identify with women issues. But, and then we will also be exploring some dualities within that program about how to address dominant discourses, sure. um, you know, social dominant discourses with both that involve both the male and female gender and, you know, just kind of exploring what our students need. On top of that, also, we're looking at exploring some financial social issues that surround our community. For example, what 
exploring what how poverty affects okay. our student population with even with benefits. So, yes. So we definitely uh, assist our students. So someone who transitions out of the military could find the support from the moment that they are on base looking for, um, you know, information regarding higher education. We do have an outreach, uh, military outreach specialist that goes out into the communities and bases uh, to inform and make our transitioning service members aware of what how they can obtain higher education and how they can leverage their benefits. Um, now, when they come to this campus, that same individual is responsible for guiding our pers- uh, prospective students to the right you know, resources, whether it be uh, admissions application or uh, guiding them to the uh, community colleges surrounding right. mm-hmm. us so they can meet their um, basic requirements. We also have special admission programs. So those are reserved for service members that are transitioning or have transitioned within the six-month period. And they can access those through their education offices on base. And that what that does is uh, for those service members that have acquired 1 to 59 credit hours, they can... It's like underclassmen. Yes. Yeah, so okay. there's no uh, admission really for that. A traditional admission for that so they can go through a special admission program but they would have to uh, apply and go through a process for that so once they are admitted uh, they come here they um, will submit the application to open their educational benefits we will process that um, ensure that they pick their classes and that they get certified through the VA so we have three certifying officials um, on our campus, and what they do is ensure that the student is meeting their educational plan, that the courses they're taking are on par with their educational plan, and submit those that information to the VA to get certified. So therefore, the student either it's their tuition gets paid or they get their um, respective benefit, depending on which benefit. Because as I mentioned earlier, there's quite a few right. uh, that they are receiving so that they can focus on their education and their academic success. It sounds like the resources have like always been there or that they are offered. The The mission is more like making sure that they know they exist almost or making sure that you know, you're know you outreaching to them and letting them know that you're here in a way. Yeah, so the services have, I believe, has always been there. So we moved from a division to, from one division to another, from uh, academic affairs to student affairs. And so our mission has kind of evolved a little, actually quite a bit. And so our, we are now really focusing on that experiential experience that our students have, which in the past... Um, like the experience at the university? At the university, uh, right? The academic gotcha. journey, so to speak, right? Like, because before um, it was like, here's your GI Bill, here's how you get in. But now you're like, okay, now that you're here, how do you have a good experience at college? Right. So, I mean, they did touch on that, in, in, you know, historically. Okay. But I think now we're definitely making it more of a pr- priority mm-hmm. and ensuring that our students feel supported, not just through our office, but also collaborating. That is also my, my job is to collaborate with um, different offices on campus that serve uh, different areas of the student needs. So our students are super diverse, right? Right. (laughs) And so they have different needs, whether it's a cultural need, whether it's academic related, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, some kind of ability related need. And so we 
try to ensure that we get to know our students a little more, to ensure that we are hearing what they're asking and connecting them to those services on campus. So, for example, our conversation right now is a perfect example of the collaborations that we're starting to build and strengthen. Yes, definitely. So, you know, ROTC students are considered military affiliated. Oh, okay. And so, therefore, we would want to encourage you all to share this space, the Veteran Center, and come and uh, enjoy uh, the resources that we have here that are food related, like snacks <laughs> and, you know, uh, some time to in, in our bunker to either study or just decompress a little. And so we're looking forward to collaborating with other areas on campus, like our cultural centers, our counseling and psych services, our student ability success, and just all the other programming that's uh, around campus so that our students are informed and can uh, make informed decisions as to how they want to spend their time here on campus. That's great because you, you mentioned making connections. And I know a lot of ROTC students listening to this right now don't even didn't even know this existed, right, that this was even here. And this is a great, great resource. I mean, you listed off a bunch of things happening that you're, you're that they're pushing here. Um, and so many great resources. I mean, I've been munching on a bag of pretzels for you know past couple minutes. So they a lot of great things I have here. The bunker, I think they're referring to. It's like a study space or a study area over there. Uh, the bunkers are lounge. Okay. So in in when you walk into the veteran center, you'll see the front desk uh-huh. where you know you get services provided. And then if you just keep walking forward, it's the bunker. Uh, and that's our lounge where students can hang out, have right. a little snack, watch some TV, study. As of right now, we do reserve this conference room for um, any study time or group Got it. project time. And then we have our kitchenette, which houses all of our little snacks yeah. where you know uh, students are welcome to s- store their lunch in the fridge, heat their lunch in our microwave, and help themselves to some snacks. That's great because we have a, uh, we call it like a foxhole. It's basically like a basement. Yeah. But it's doesn't have any of this stuff here. It's very like a couch, a TV, not really a couple cramped desks or anything like that. So just knowing that this is here, it's right next. It's in the main center of campus. Um, if you if y'all don't know where it is, and you can correct my directions here, but where this this great center is located, um, think of the the walkway between the SDSU bookstore and the student union. Um, and then if you're looking at Starbucks, like if you're looking, you're going from the bookstore to the union, that hall, that walkway right there, Starbucks is on the right. This is going to be on the left-hand side. There's an American flag right there. Um, and go ahead and, and, and say hi. They really want to um, help all of us, right? They're to give us the resources um, that, that they have. And I think it, it's so great that we got to just find out y'all exist. Is that kind of like a good location in regards to how, how you would describe it? Well, it just it is uh, centrally located. Um, it's a little difficult to find, I think. Mm. You know, um, if you're not familiar with this area on campus, okay. because the student union is enormous. It is. And it it is. is definitely the center of attention um, when it comes to these buildings. But um, we're right by the registrar's office. Okay. Um, we're literally the corner office. Um, so if you have to deal with the registrar for any reason, just look to your right if you're looking at the front door and we're right there so come visit us yes yes (laughs) come hang out and just come see what is available even if it's just a moment to relax on the couch and you know watch some tv or 
listen to whatever it is that you, you know, whatever it is you have to do, take a nap, because we've seen those. <laughs> and, and Elise, I know that you're, you're a student on campus. You probably see mm -hmm. the benefits of these programs a lot. I know you're a, a resident advisor on campus as well, so you, you kind of get like programming in regards to like getting different organizations connected to each other here on, on campus. As, as a student who's kind of observed uh, the veterans here that are students as well, can you see the benefit in ROTC students coming here as well and collaborating with the center? Sure. Um, so the benefit that I can see is, especially because I would say like we're, we're military connected. I, as I said before, not a veteran. You are not a veteran yet. But um, so I guess for me and for someone like who is an ROTC, it definitely is a space where I feel seen mm. and people understand me. Um, so that's, it's comforting in a way to just like, just speak the same language. I may not always know what someone's like MOS was, but I can kind of <laughs> relate and talk about other things. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's really nice. Um, definitely is a place where I feel that, of course, like I, I get my benefits, you know, um, I come to work, it's great, but it is definitely like a family that I've come to know and really enjoy um, and keep in contact with. So yeah, that's another, that's it's like another organization on campus that can relate to the fact of what you will experience and yeah. kind of, you know, give some like helping hands in regards to, hey, you know, 10 years down the line when you eventually do get out here, maybe some steps to think about or how that exactly. transition like, or, or yeah. even like the people that are working here. I think a decent amount of the people that work here are prior veteran or prior service members, right? The majority of them, I would say like 95% of the, st oh, uh, the okay. work studies are, are prior military. Um, then there's like people like me who, <laughs> who definitely aren't. Um, but yeah, they definitely would be someone to talk to. Um, just like, hey, what was your experience? Right. Like, like, you know, I guess like, you know, what am I getting myself into? Mm -hmm. Of course, everyone experiences things differently, but definitely is like, you know, good to know and good to like bond. And like, you know, they'll say like, if you have any other questions, you can definitely reach out to me because we're just that friendly. So that's great too. And then you kind of see people in here like, oh, I know you knew about yeah. this. And then it's just like, oh, are you going here? It's like, no, I didn't know that existed. And so you just kind of create your own little group of people yeah. that you hang out with. Military like networking. That. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the the dreaded, you know, networking word. Do not like yeah. it. That's great. So, <laughs> yes. We also have some work studies that are ROTC, you know, currently right now. Um, oh, really? Okay, I didn't know that. I'm gonna feel bad because I just forgot his name, but so he comes here, and you know that's that's a, a another thing is that our student population, our whole military connected population, is so diverse. And um, the beautiful thing about our population is they touch every aspect of this campus mm. with one identity or another, right? And so we just happen to serve as that military connected element or portion of them. But that's why it's so important for us to continue to um, ensure that we're connected and informed about other areas on campus that can support our students. I like what you just said right there. It's part of their identity, but it's not, you know, all of them, right? Mm -hmm. Like all of you are people that just happen to be in ROTC, right? You're not military first right now. You know, you might, you know, there's lots of resources here on campus. There's this center. There is, uh, if, if you identify in the LGBT community, there's that center on campus. The Pride Center. Pride Center. The Latin Resource Center. We have uh, the APITA Center. We have basically 
a resource, the Black Resource Center, the Women uh, Resource Center, the yes, uh, the Land Resource Center, yeah, the Native Center. I mean, we have a, a cultural identity is captured pretty much everywhere. And if it's not your exact identity, I'm sure that there's a blend of something right. somewhere out there. But you know, my encouragement to you all is to go outside your comfort zone. Yeah. Um, you know, start getting comfortable with the uncomfortable because that's how you expand and you grow. And that is one of the things that um, I take front and center with the programming that I am developing is to ensure that we get to, uh, that our students explore uh, other parts of themselves and start identifying other parts of themselves, yes. especially the vet, the transitioning veteran um, population because they are in an essence leaving or transforming from one identity or, you know, predominant identity into uh, developing a new identity. And what that is, that's going to take exploration process. So. And as a leader in the military, it's important that you understand the identity is all the people that you're going to be held responsible for, right? And to understand the people in the military come from all types of backgrounds and situations, and that's something that is very, very important. Go, going back real quick, you brought up uh, the Women's Resource Center. You, you said earlier there was a uh, like a women's program here on campus f in regards to military. Can you go in depth in that more, like what it is, if people were interested or? Yeah, so um, we have a Women Veteran Success mm. uh, program. And uh, in the past, that focused on, you know, uh, basically the transition of the female uh, veteran experience. And so it focused on academics, professional development, and other pillars. Uh, I can't, I don't recall what exactly they are, but um, essentially what that is evolving to is uh, including or having intentional discussions about topics surrounding, you know, femininity and women and whether that is, you know, women in the military or transitioning out and how that experience differs from our male colleagues right. or, you know, other genders. I mean, they, they probably fit that same mm -hmm. uh, experiential transition. But it my focus this time around is to really focus on some meaningful intentional conver intentional conversations and so that's why i'm inviting not just the women veterans on campus but also our rotc you know future leaders uh that identify as female and anybody on this campus that identifies as female uh to you know engage in those discussions sure. because we want to ensure that uh, i don't know why i feel like COVID and the pandemic, you know, stay at home has changed the landscape. I, I agree. As to how we think, as to how we feel, as to what we want, right? And so um, this will be a great opportunity to address a lot of topics, but I also want to slowly encourage our male students on campus to be part of some of the conversations because, um, you know, the, the more intense conversations or the heavier topics uh, do include our males. And in order to perpetuate change, both um, genders, both populations have to be informed of how each population experiences something, right? right. Um, I hope that made sense. No, it did. It did. Mm -hmm. Is there like an email or a website they can visit to go get more information regarding that? <laughs> 
Uh, they can definitely follow us on our social media. That's where we do all of our posting. And so SDSU Veterans is where they can follow us at. Um, every second Monday at the Turtle Pond, that's that's a really great place to, to find out if you don't okay. know where that is. Uh, that's down the hill um, past Abner Hall. So I scripts cottage. There you go. Um, so yeah, check out the turtles and the koi. Uh, so yeah, we every second Monday we have a women's coffee call, and so like at that coffee call, like the things that Elisa was talking about are things that like we discuss, and just like having a little space for us to just come and talk about what we want to talk about. You know, getting things off your chest about what's been happening through your week or you know your month and how you're processing and. Your experience in the military, your experience is military connected. What are you binging right now? And for me, it's not The Bachelor. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, that's that's what they can do. Okay, thank you. Uh, and, and as we wrap up here, I kind of want to push a lot of those ROTC cadets that this is a great resource that we need to take advantage of, right? COVID-19, you know, disconnected a lot of us from campus. And, you know, you're only here for four or five years and, you know, really get connected to SDSU and, you know, to the San Diego community. And this is one of those great resources to go to. And as we progress throughout the semester and throughout the year, I look forward to ROTC and and the MVP doing some programs together. I'm sure, you know, people listening to this, I know that you have, you know, you're in charge of some things that I'm not in charge of that can make things happen. And if you have any questions, you can reach out to me uh, as well. Because I can definitely see us doing like a social at a bowling event or doing yeah, some sort of... that would be so fun. Yeah, yeah. And get, you know, people connected to those who have served and have that experience in regards to getting that insight. Because that's invaluable. Yeah. So that would be a great opportunity to just kind of get to uh, experience and learn and hear about... Uh, those that have served prior to you all uh, and gain some, you know, some information as to, you know, what to expect and, uh, you know, what kind of changes um, you all can bring as future leaders uh, into the military organization. And just really kind of, um, you know, sit with that for a minute to kind of reflect on what your leadership style, Mm. you know, you want to adopt and, it's going to be super important that you you don't have to know everything, but when you get there, you'll see that it's it's intense. There's this a purpose, right? And it just intensifies when you're there, and you know you're going to learn as you go. But um, ultimately, you will be making those calls, and you want to you know go home at the end of the day, uh, ensuring that you took care of your people because that's what's important, right? It's a team. Take care. Of, that's honestly something that. We emphasize a lot, too, taking care of people. So I'm glad that that you said that. But I I really appreciate both of you's time. Super great resource. I mean, I'm sure now that hopefully a lot of people are going to be coming in and and saying hi. Um, Don't be shy. (laughs) Say hi to all of them. (laughs) Don't be shy. And if you have any questions or you, you know, want to connect, you know, privately or individually, uh, I can be reached. My name is Elisa East. My email here is east one or Charlie Echo Alpha Sierra Tango at 01 at sdsu.edu. So feel free to shoot me any questions or, you know, if you have some kind of event that you would love to connect with, that would be great. Uh, Brendan's doing a great job connecting us already, and I appreciate that and his initiative and motivation to 
connect us and bring us together. I, you know, I'm grateful for that. I think, uh, well, for me, you can reach me. <laughs> uh, you can definitely email me if you want to. My name is Ely Scary. E as in Echo, G as in Golf, A as in Alpha, R as in Romeo, Y as in Yak. 5482 at sdsu.edu. That's me. Um, and so, or you can just DM me on social media um, for at our veterans email so we can collab there as well. That is totally fine. Um, feel free to stop by. Like, we promise we yeah, won't we bite. We encourage you to stop by. We <laughs> want to get to meet you. We promise that we won't bite. And, uh, you know, the snacks are there. So do it. Who You'll be fine. The phonetic alphabet. I love it. <laughs> I almost couldn't remember it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really appreciate your time. Um, and I really look forward to future collaborations that we'll have. So thank you. Have a great day. Yeah. You too. Thank you. Thank you.